But the whole point of this service today is to remind us as we're in this journey of truth, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, and think about the things the Holy Spirit did leading up to the birth of Christ and how utterly important it was of the things that he did. So think about Mary. Can you imagine a young virgin girl who now is expecting a child and is supernaturally done by the Spirit of God? That is absolutely mind-blowing. And yet, that's exactly what happened. But as you listen to the music today, I hope that you did, from the children through Joyce and all the songs that we had, as we celebrate the fact that Jesus was born, we also have to come to this place of understanding, why Christmas at all? Was it just so Jesus could be born as a baby and we could have these wonderful celebrations and, and look at a baby in a manger? Well, that was part of it, but that's only part of it. Or was it so we could get together as families in this season of the year? Or was it so we could get some really nice gifts on Christmas? Here's what the Apostle Paul said it was in Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. I'm going to read that verse, and then I want to go back and read some of the previous verses. Being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Now, we don't typically take our minds there when we're in this season of Christmas because we tend to go back to that precious baby born in Bethlehem. And there's nothing wrong, obviously, with celebrating the birth of Christ. That is for a fact. At the same time, we have to understand that what God did and what God provided through the giving of his son was way more than that. Way more than music, even though the angels sang to celebrate his coming, as we have heard music today and been able to participate to some level. It was more than the gifts. Even the wise men brought those to Jesus But it's way more than that. It really is. It really is. How God planned all this out from before creation. So that when the time would come and Jesus would what? Humble himself. Think about that. What is one of the. This is one of the plights of our world today. Is it not pride? It's all about me. I've been living for a few years. I've never seen a time in my lifetime where it was more all about me than it is at this very moment. How sad that is. How sad that is, particularly for those of us who profess to know Christ. And here's why I'm saying that is because Jesus Christ was the epitome of selflessness, not selfishness. And he humbled himself and became obedient even to death to death on the cross. Now, let's think about us as we're in this Christmas season, as we celebrate all the things that are part of it for us, and we do certainly do that. But at the mean, at, in the meantime, as we think this process through, we need to truly grasp the fact that it wasn't just, again, about him coming as a baby, even though that was him humbling himself. But then he walked out obedience in such a level that he was willing to give his life for my life. 
his life for your life. Is that not amazing? That God, Jesus Christ, God would lay aside all of his glory, all that was his, rightfully so, and would come and he would put on the flesh of man and walk among men, demonstrating the reality, the power, and the presence of God, and then allowing man that he created to what? Take him on Calvary. Nail him to a tree after beating him beyond belief. For you and for me. That's what he did. So as we're celebrating Christmas, that's exactly what we're celebrating. As we come to the close of our service here in a few moments and we think about the lighting of the candles, which has become synonymous with the fact that we are the light of the world. And so it isn't the things that we're hearing today or you've heard all your life or you know from reading the scripture and studying yourself that we hold on to those things. But the truth is we take those things and give them to the world. How can we do that so practically? Well, we're in that season right now where it's really almost too easy to do. When you're in a place and someone wishes you a Merry Christmas, you wish them a Merry Christmas back. And then you say, well, by the way, what does that mean to you to have a Merry Christmas? And you have the opportunity then to share the reality of your Christ with that person, whomever they may be. Because some of them are only coining a phrase they've heard. They don't understand what it means to have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So think about the opportunity this hours as we lay aside our pride... And we humble ourselves to him and we live out in obedience what he has planned for us so that our world can know this is why we celebrate Christmas. It isn't the time of the year. It's the work of God that has been done and continues to be done in all of our lives. So all of this as God continues to work in our lives, I just want to give this to you because, you know, sometimes you run across something that's so well written. You just say, wait a minute, I can't do any better than that. I do that quite frequently, to be honest. So I ran across this prayer. Let me read it to you, and I want to very slowly read it to you. Lord, thank you for coming to earth so that you could redeem me. Let's, let's do that together. Lord, thank you for coming to earth so you can redeem me. Let's do that with a little more emphasis. Thank you, Lord, for coming to earth so you can redeem me. That is the message. When I think of the extent to which you are willing to go in order to say me, It makes me want to shout, to celebrate, and to cry out with thankfulness. Your love for me is so great, and I am so grateful for that love. Without you, I would still be lost in my sin. But because of everything you have done for me, today I am free. Can you say that? Today I am free. Now... Whether or not you're experiencing that may be a whole different matter, but the truth of the matter is, and the truth of the Word of God is, yes, we are. So say it again. Because of you, I am free. 
free to live out the life that you have given to me and made provision for me. Because of that, I know that I am blessed. I know that I have a home in heaven. I know that Satan has no right to control me any longer. And I know that I will be eternally thankful to you for everything that you did. did. Just kind of let that resonate for a little bit. Everything you did. The coming in the form of a child. Growing to be a man. Carrying out the ministry of that in Christ. And then we have the joy, the privilege, and the opportunity to reveal that to every person we encounter. And we, we need to be doing that. We need to be actively involved in accomplishing that task and making sure that what we do is being done for His glory, for His honor, and for His praise. So God, thank you for letting us be your kids to live in this world and this time, this season of our time in history and Lord Jesus thank you for humbling yourself and now spirit of God as you live in us I pray that each of us will humble ourselves and be so willing to serve you father first and serve others as well whether it be Christmas season or not, for us as children of God, every day is that for us. Because we're not just living, as I said, the coming of the birth of the baby, but the life, the death, the burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have a video we're going to play for you. And then as we move into a song in the same video, we're going to be lighting the candles. So our ushers will be moving down the aisles. Uh, so the lights, if you take the lights down, please, guys. And uh, let me lead us in prayer here. Father, thank you for this time. And we celebrate the fact that we're yours and all this privilege and opportunity is ours. And so now, God, honor yourself in our lives. In Jesus' name.